1: You can give us a call at 402-951-1620 or shoot us a text. That is the hotline. Powered by 42 Degrees, the source by your mom's house. You can also email us. Today, into the Equitable Bank inbox, Josh at 1620 com, Or is it
2: Jack at broadcasthouse.com? That works. I mean, I think we could all just put on like NRGmedia.com too, and I think that works too. Jay Leavesfeld at NRGmedia.com, <laughs> right? No, uh, no, it's Jack M. Oh, it
1: is? Oh, okay, yeah, my bad. Jack, jack M. M at NRGmedia.com. Yeah, it's, it's just we never have fill ins who have work radio or uh, work emails. Because I don't want to, like, give away people's, like, Gmail yeah, accounts. Yeah, I
2: mean, Jack M at uh, NRG... I mean, I'm not going to check it during the show, but you can sure email it if you want to. I'm not
1: going to check it during Just the show? Just hit me up on Twitter. Okay. I mean, okay. come or on. Or the JTEC instructions on Twitter feed, at usc All right, I'll open my email, and I'll probably
2: find, like, eight things I have to do for Jack work I on Twitter. K.
1: Yeah, uh, by Let's the way, see. speaking of of things... Uh, so, uh, the texter in the 402 didn't like the handshake meme, mm-hmm. but did say that Nick's of music bit is one of the best, to be fair. It's a great bit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Of music. I had
3: said it during a time I was in passion, uh, and yes, angry, yeah, and frustrated, <laughs> and not thinking. It's the
1: angriest I've ever seen Nick on the air. I was I'm, so
3: triggered. Yeah.
1: people wow. Like, he left and people were like... Congrats on working with him now for the rest of the show. Like that's gonna be fun. Jeez, like, yeah.
3: Jack, that was wake up call angry. Wow! Instead
2: re- of all the the fake drama I bring to the table, that sounds interesting. Oh, that was some deep self
3: reflection. That's interesting. And he's been
2: better since then. So, and shout by the out way, Nick, just for the record, for everyone who responded, yeah. yes, I understand the irony of me telling Josh to let his bits breathe. Yeah. Okay, take out it's your a, bits and let him breathe. It's kind of a it's kind of a do what I say, I not know. what I do situation.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do that. That could get you in trouble with the law. With the law. All right, Jack. Two days later. How we doing? (laughs) Speaking of your bits, how's the groin? How's the groin after the kick that you received? Did it make it easier that the next day they actually climbed in all these nerd numbers? That it was like, congrats on the moral victory? It did, actually.
2: It was almost as good as a regular one. It got me interested in the whole whole, uh, metrics deal for these things. And that obviously was the gateway drug to the giant fight that I had today. But... No it was I, I don't know i don't i i feel I think I recovered from that one you more quickly than i than I usually do. Interesting. It was it was a it was a lot about the officiating, which helps. That's a different. It's kind of a different kind of anger. Yeah. Right. You do you like that, getting that mad that at the rest? I do. And, and I'm like, I don't like, really want to talk about the rest. It was weird because like everyone else agreed with me this time. Mm. Completely agreed with me. It was a weird place completely to be. In. I agreed just, completely agreed with you? Completely.
1: That's right. You have this complex that nobody agrees with you. I read a positive tweet, and you're like, Whoa, someone agrees with me. Jack yeah, I Mitchell? I, I, I d- agree I'm, with you
3: frequently on a lot of. This.
2: Yeah. See, people agree with great, you. Great. they's like yelling he, at you and you're wrong. Keep affirming me. I need it. Keep yeah. it going. Keep it rolling throughout I, the show, everyone. Tweet uh, me your positive thoughts. Not to uh
1: not to bring back the crossover and agreeing with a different person, Mr. Connor Hatberg, <laughs> Did you Let
2: me disagree with but
1: you. But <laughs> I will say this. I agree with him that this team is good. Like I have totally gotten now past all of the qualifiers. I know that it was another road loss. I get it. I don't care. This is a good basketball team. And I'm with him. As long as they don't do something you know, truly heinous in the final stretch of the season. They're going to be in the end tournament. They're a good team. I know, but they've got the
2: capability they've got the capability to be heinous. really good, but they've got the capability that we've seen to be still have really bad days yeah. and do any of those come up over the course of the next three weeks in games that they need to win so the really bad days and
1: and you're not wrong like the minnesota day was a bad day after the creighton loss the rutgers you know kerfuffle right. if you will and the, the maryland
2: game. oh sorry go uh, ahead. Yeah, and the maryland the game. maryland one was probably the least excusable one of all of them in my mind yeah that they was looked really bad. as bad as they have i mean in a long time now
1: now so let me present a case you're of law of law um <laughs> How many of those took place with Joan Gary not on the floor or not finishing the game? It's a good point. The Maryland game did, right?
2: Maryland was without and then Gary. Then obviously the Rutgers game in the Rutgers game. See cuz yeah. essentially the That's case a good point. the uh, case that
1: i would build is are they that bad or were they just that bad because well, they didn't have one of their better players on the and, floor that day.
2: And you like you know i came on your show uh, the monday after joan gary was out how disheveled i was about gary we all thought being he was done out, for the year which i i mean i thought that was going to be maybe fatal to their season you can see i might have might have been right about that just how different that if, they looked if he would not him. have oh yeah, yeah 100%. this is still this is, looks a lot different right mm-hmm. they they're not they're not beating Wisconsin without him. No, definitely um, not. I don't. I don't think whatsoever. So that's a good point. I mean, that's that's true. The wis. Do we the earlier Wisconsin game and the Minnesota game and the Iowa game was the i. I no the Iowa game. I don't think. Was I guess thing. the
1: Iowa game. Yeah, that was one that we did not mention, and that right. was just. It was just, and It's funny. It's like of all the losses we just mentioned, that is one of the oddest because like. Horrible start, down seventeen to two. They take the lead in the second half, and they still lose by double right. digits.
2: And that was the one where Iowa looked like they could have any wide open three they wanted, yeah. whatsoever. It's like they just there are these modes where they're they can't get a defensive rebound, and the other team is just going to get three, four shots sometimes down there. Or there's this mode that they'll get in where the other team is just getting open, wide open threes. All of that. <laughs> Those are the two concerns when they look bad which is not always yeah. by by any means whatsoever but I just to, you I agree with your point like one unique thing and I've told you this before about this team is like they've had a bunch of games during the year and I'm not even so much talking about Wisconsin or Purdue but just like home games with like Michigan State and Indiana uh and what other one did they they recently win at home where you had a team come in Wisconsin and, um no, one, no the one before that, uh, well, Northwestern, they didn't really play this way. But they had some of those games where you're we just like, man, they were just a better team. Ohio State? Yeah, Ohio State. That's yeah. the other one. Because that was the one I remember talking to you one. after it where it's I like, was like, what is this feeling of they're not playing well and they're going to win by double digits? Right. It, you just came on you're like, I think they're a lot better than See, those teams. That's when I felt that, yes. honestly, more than anything.
1: Yeah. And so now I, I guess it gets to a point in this season where like, I think since the Illinois game is in the rearview mirror, beyond just like winning as many games as possible i feel like the resume coming together that component is probably done in terms of pelts on the wall right like they're not going to be able to get yeah. any more of those wins so now it's about can they stiff arm the competition that they should be stiff arming and not to bring up you know negative town but can they not lose to a team that they should
2: definitely not be right. losing like in, and that's one of those Mich- home games the michigan game right both of the michigan and, games right the, any, any especially, of, the home especially, games. especially the home games yeah. right i still think Five and three, five and three is the target, and you feel safe because that gets you At to five 21. and three. It gets you to twenty-one, yeah. get you a winning conference record, which I don't know how much that matters to the committee, but it yeah, gets you it a winning eleven and nine. Get you a winning conference record, and then I, I, I will feel as good as I can, you know, going into going to Minneapolis if they get there. Anything less than that, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, then, how many
1: wins do they need? Right then, it's
2: how many wins. Then you start trying to figure out how many wins that they need in the conference tournament, and. And and I think that scares people too because they've had a run of really bad first rounds in the conference tournament. They have, for a yeah. While. Whether
1: it's the one a decade ago, the last time they made the tournament, uh, you know, they play Ohio State. They're Ohio up, State, they're up
2: huge, right? Uh,
1: and then Michigan. they blow that one. The Michigan game a couple, of, well, now six years ago in 2018, mm-hmm. and that's the year that you know, it's it's funny. That's the one speaking of handshake memes, that we keep coming back to because that resume, while it didn't have the pelts on the wall, they had a lot of wins that year. Mm-hmm. And so we went into that tournament thinking, do they need to beat Michigan? And not, not only did they lose, they get absolutely smoked yeah. and it kind of changed yeah. everything. So,
2: I mean, in the end, I think it's really about consistency yep. for, to, for the rest of this year. And I do feel like they rise to the occasion in big games. Like that Illinois game was the one that I didn't expect them. I don't know. And I feel like they come into they come into games that aren't – quote unquote as big right with a, with an opponent that they feel like they're yeah. expected to to beat maybe with a little less juice at the beginning um and so I think that because so much of what they have to do on defense is about and rebounding is about like effort mm-hmm. <laughs> like right yeah effort and and fatigue and all of the all of those things that go along with that sort of a thing and so I think yeah that still is. That's still the concern. And hopefully, we're talking about it. And, you know, go 4 0. Go 4 0 in those home games. And at least you give yourself a still a pretty good shot going into, I think, Minneapolis. Now, talk about metrics. What's the What, if they would be in that scenario, what does the committee think about no conference wins mm-hmm. on the road? On, the, on road. the road. If they were to lose out on the if road. If they were to lose out on the road and they've got 20 wins. Yeah. You want to talk about like.
1: And that is where you can use something against them of like, well, yeah, but they're not doing anything right. on the Right, and that's
2: problem. where Connor was talking about that's their own fault, which it is. Yeah, for, especially, for I sure, mean, but you know, the,
1: not the, I wouldn't put the Illinois game in that bucket, but the Rutgers game and the Minnesota game, those would be the ones where you look back and say, how the hell did they not win those yeah. games? Cause yeah, because like, there's a very real world where they have – Two more wins right now. And we're talking about There's a 18-win basketball team. Where it's, pretty much, over, where it's yeah. pretty much done. And like, then it's not who it's you're seeding. rooting for. Can they get, it's just seeding. It's like, are yeah. they a five? Are they a six? Right. you know. Yeah, so that has certainly changed a lot. Who you're seeding for. Yeah, and see, that's not as fun as who you're rooting for, but it'd be nicer at least. <laughs> that's uh, Nebraska's in the top five in football. We'll tell you why when we return. Also, Michael Bruns will join us uh, early on in next hour. We'll also have Max Olson on an hour from now as well. Jack Mitchell in today for John Bishop. Josh Peterson, it's on Sportsmanlike Conduct here on
3: 1620 The Zone. Nick Grimm for Circus Sports Iowa, the sports book you want to use if you're ready to step up your game. They offer tight money line splits and a low hold model. Games rarely get any higher than a minus 110 split, and they don't keep as much money on large market bets as some other places do. They want you to make money, so much so that they also won't limit you if you're on a very nice win streak and just keep cranking out those wins. Also, don't forget to check out Circus Squares for that big game on Sunday. A $1 buy-in to pick your own squares could turn into over to $100,000. Also, if you ever need any help, their customer service is full of real people who want to offer real help. It's like having Las Vegas hospitality in the palm of your hand anywhere in the state of Iowa. So don't wait. Check it out right now. Download Circus Sports Iowa today. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633.